At Springfield High School, Ethan Doyle is an honor student, a member of the baseball team, the investment club, and an elite student group known as Superintendent's Roundtable. But perhaps his most notable accomplishment came during the spring of his sophomore year when he assassinated more of his classmates than anybody else. Illinois Newsroom's Dusty Rhodes explains. How proud were your parents when you went Assassins last year? My mom didn't really care, but my dad was, he was hyped up about it a little bit. He was excited. Excited because Ethan had triumphed in a game that has been played in this town, and as I discovered many others, for generations. Which means some of you listening out there already know all about Assassins. For those who don't, well, I'm going to let this guy explain. My, my name's Dan Ryan, Leland Grove Police Department, the Chief of Police. The game of Assassin is where it's normally put on in the spring. Normally what we deal with is high school kids. You're assigned a certain person, you say you have to go get that person, and they don't know who their targets are, or the targets don't know who the Assassin is. And so it's a game of basically like the last man standing. And it's played with water guns. At least that's the version Chief Ryan played when he was in high school. There are many variations. I found the game being played across the country, everywhere from summer camps to Bible colleges, with weapons ranging from Nerf guns to silly string to magic wands to magic markers. Remember the TV show Gossip Girl? One episode was devoted to a game of assassins played using Polaroid pictures. At MIT, where the game has been played since at least the 1980s, there's even an Assassin's Guild that hosts exquisitely complex permutations of the game. The version at MIT is usually played with little rubber darts with little suction cups in the end. They don't go very far, they don't do any damage, and they're obviously not real guns. That's Philip Tan. He runs MIT's Game Lab, which is part of the Humanities Department. They're all getting-to-know-you games. They're all games where you get the name of somebody that you may not know, and then you have to like figure out who they are, where they are, you know, stick them up with a banana or something like that, and then say, bang. But really, it's not all that different from a secret Santa. It's just the way you make that connection. It's not giving someone a gift. It's giving someone a dart. But for some people, a game that ends with a gift doesn't belong in the same category as a game that ends with a dart. And nowadays, the notion of students stalking each other, even with squirt guns, can be upsetting. In February, when a 19-year-old male shot and killed 17 people at a Florida high school, a mom watching the news in suburban Hinsdale, Illinois, contacted her local high school's principal to say that, as a show of respect, the game should be suspended. Her request was reported in the Chicago Tribune, which withheld her name. The issue became so toxic in Hinsdale, I couldn't find anyone willing to talk to me about assassins. But since the game was never played on school property, Hinsdale officials couldn't stop it, and the students opted to carry on their tradition. Yeah, in the age of school massacres, it becomes much more complicated, doesn't it? Kurt Squire is a game creator and professor at the University of California, Irvine. So on the one hand, it just seems to be in bad taste to be joking and talking about these things. But on the other hand, we do know that one of the ways that people deal with such stresses is to play them out. And there can be, for some people, a feeling of taking ownership or being empowered over these themes by playing them out and kind of showing that you're not going to be afraid of them or you're not going to be paralyzed by them. This issue hit close to home for me. A student at Springfield High School lost a brother to violence just a few months before assassins began in April, yet that student signed up to play. And who fired the fatal blast of H2O to knock him out of the game? My own 17-year-old son, Evan. He's doing it to have fun, to get things off his mind, trying to live his life the best he could. I think that's what his brother would want him to do. So, yeah. That's a great theory, and I hope he's right.
At my request, Evan texted his classmate to see if he wanted to speak for himself, and his response was, Nah, I'm not feeling it. For Illinois Newsroom, I'm Dusty Rhodes.